0: Thank you, Lord, again for your presence with us. Thank you, Lord, that you've you've spoken to us through uh, through your word, and you continue to speak to us. And we pray, uh, Jesus, that that even this morning, that we would know you know your voice, that we would hear you speaking to us, even if it's just the, the tiniest, uh, the little smallest thing, It's a um, a revelation of your truth today, Lord. Yeah, pray for that. We would actually like catch glimpses of you, Jesus. And uh, Father, just that—almost um, like you'd, you'd breathe into us and give us, um, breathe into us the things that we need uh, for the for the year ahead. Amen. Whoops, is this not quite clicking? Can you go to the first slide? Oh, there we go. Back. Cool. Awesome. All so, right. Uh, I just want to uh, make a bit of a disclaimer. So, like I said before, we're still catching up on things, and so you might notice that everything on the screen's quite low. And that's if you're here last year, we had our, you know, our the light display and everything that the young set up, and so we had, had to put the projector a little bit lower. So I'm sorry. I'm going to be standing in front of the words this week. When I'm back, I'll push everything up again. But you might have a Bible handy, and that's even better. If you turn to Second um, Corinthians chapter five, we're we'll sort of sitting in this in this chapter a little bit. Sitting here, we'll be sitting in the chapter of Second Corinthians 5. It says this, Second Corinthians 5, verse 16. From now on, from now on, therefore we, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we once regarded Christ according to the flesh, we regard Him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. so that in, in Him we might become the righteousness of God." The great passage, hey? I am a new creation. If you've been in church for a while, that might, might remind you of an old song. I am a new creation. Anyway, some of you, you're not as old as me. Um, but as, as we begin the new year, it's quite of a useful time to think about the kind of people that we're becoming. Uh, when I, when I was young, <laughs> so so many years ago, um, our family used to drive, drive up to Gisborne each summer. Dad's family lived up in Gisborne, so we would go have Christmas and, and spend time with them. And of course, we'd go to Gisborne because Gisborne's got great weather and great beaches. And I love, I love swimming at the beach, love going down to the beach, but um, I always had a, bit of, a um, bit of an internal conflict because even though I like going to the beach, um, I didn't like taking my shirt off when I went to the beach. Because, I don't know, you probably can't tell, but I'm, I'm quite a skinny guy. And as a kid, I was quite skinny as well. And I thought everybody at the beach, they'll go, oh, look at that skinny guy. Look at that pale skinny guy. And so I didn't want to take my shirt off. Anyway, so after one of these trips to Gisborne, I remember like driving driving out uh, before we got to the right, to the windy hills you know, in between Gisborne and Napier. And I remember having this brainwave. I was like, what if I like before next summer, what if I just bulk up as much as I can so that by the time next summer comes rolling around, I'll be like one of these, one of these muscly guys, right? One of the, one of the guys that is, wants to take their shit off all the time. And so, it seems that way. Seems that way. Really nice. And so I thought, hey, here's what I'm gonna do. When I go back home, I'm just gonna eat as much as I can every day and so by the time next, time next year comes around, I'm gonna be big. And anyway, so that, that was my, it was almost like a bit of a, a bit like a news resolution. It was, it was an idea, I thought, oh, this is the kind of person I want to be. And anyway, so I went, got back home and I just couldn't do it. Like, it's just not the way I'm wired. I mean, God made me a, a skinny guy and I, and I just can't eat the way that I needed to eat. So I remained the skinny kid and that's how it kind of continued. But this is the kind of thing that I think news resolutions are, are, are like, we think about where we're at, and we think about where we want to be. Um, we set We set goals, we set objectives, and we, and we think about how we're how we going to get there. So for me, I wanted to be big, so I thought that the way to be big was going to be i'm going to eat as much as I can," and I failed but <laughs> so for the next for the next few minutes, we're going to do uh, like a, just a little exercise, simple exercise, and we're going to make a couple of lists lists. And I was going uh, to get paper and pens for everybody, but like I say, I'm still on holiday. And then I figured that you probably all got your phones handy, and some of you are already on Facebook right now because you're bored of what we're talking about. So you got your hand, so if you've got your phone, get your phone out, and um, you might want to open up a, um, like a note-taking app or, or something that you can write a list in. And this is not, this is not uh, a test. You're not going to show this to anybody else, but we're going to make a couple of lists. And the first list... First list is list number one. Oh, that's right. Nimone got both up here. Never mind. So for the first list, this is a list of uh, personal qualities or attributes that are important according to our society. So, what kinds of things does our culture tell us tell us it's important for a person to be or to be like? When you think about the, like the world we live in and the people around you, what kind of things they say? Okay, it's important for someone to be like this. You know, when I was thinking about this, I was going, "Well, um, might be intelligent, or to be handsome, or to be wealthy, or things like that." So just just make your list, and I'll give you a few minutes to work on your work on your list. <laughs> Bit of music. <laughs> List make, list making going okay. You can keep going with that. Then the, the second list. <clears throat> this is a a list of um of personal qualities or attributes that you think are important in God's eyes. So, what kinds of things do you think that God considers it important for a person to be to be like? So you might, you know, by now you should have a cu- couple of lists. You might have a few things down. You might want to keep on thinking about these things. But you have these two lists, and, um, and they might overlap. They might overlap a bit. They might be the same things, same kind of things in both. But when I was doing this, and my guess is that you, you'd be the same, is that these two lists probably contrast a little bit. And and the point of this, the point of this is to is to think about or to highlight how we often give more more attention to the kinds of things that society reckons are more important, than than what we might think God imagines or we what we imagine God to think is more more important. So when we set news resolutions, uh, is, it, is it more in the kind of the like first list or is it more towards the second list or that kind of thing? And so when you kind of do this, you go you could go uh, you, look at those, you look at that look at second list. The, the things that you think are, that God um, might think are important. And you might begin thinking about, well, how can you track towards that destination? What kinds of behaviour could you adjust? Uh, when, one example, when I was thinking about this, was, well, God wants me, well, God wants me to be kind. So, so how do I become kind? <laughs> what kinds of things can I do every day to become, to become more kind, to become kinder? I read just earlier that, that passage from Second Corinthians 5, and it has that classic verse, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. The, the new has come. And the NLT, the NLT translation renders it this way. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has, has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. So if you if you're in Christ, if you are, if you belong to Christ, then you are a new creation. You have become a new person. A new life has begun, and this is like, this is amazing. This is so staggering. It's so powerful, and uh, I'm not going to deep dive into this into this passage. But I, but I reckon if you go away, you could read the whole of chapter five, and it's be well worth your time and to think about the kinds of things that the apostle Paul is talking about. It begins with Paul talking about how, how our earthly tents are wearing away. I love it. It's just so, it's so graphic. Oh, my earthly tent is wearing out. And he's talking about our bodies. He says, we grow weary in our present bodies and we groan and we sigh. (laughs) I mean, uh, the last, so Tessa and I, we just started doing another extension on our house. And so I've been working, uh, breaking up concrete. And at the end of the day, I'm like groaning and sighing, like, oh my goodness, my body is wearing out. My earthly tent is wearing out. But Paul goes on to say, we have this hope. We have this hope for new bodies. Isn't that cool? We have this hope for new bodies when we go home to be with the Lord. New bodies that are guaranteed by the Holy Spirit, which is really cool. So, you know, I don't have to like get um, big and muscly to go up to Gisborne, you know. I just wait for that day where I've got this brand new body guaranteed by the Holy Spirit. But it's as though in this life, and I think this is what Paul is getting at, it's as though in this life we're being spiritually prepared for this life to come. And Paul says this uh, earlier in 2 Corinthians 4. Ah, what? That's not 2 Corinthians 4. Ah, there's 2 Corinthians 4. It's on the same slide. That is why we never give up. He says, that is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed every day. And I think this is so, so cool. I've just been finding this so encouraging. Every day when you wake up in the morning, you are newer than the day before. Newer. You're getting newer. You're getting renewed day by day. You might be older physically. Yes, I am. But if you have made that decision to, to follow Jesus and to give Him your allegiance, then every day you're getting newer. And one day when you pass from this life with your weary earthly tend into the next life, you're, you're going to be your new creation spirit. So you have the spirit, which is a new creation. It's going to be clothed in a new creation body. Woohoo! And I love it, eh? I just love the thought that, um, you know, I don't know, um, you go through life and you kind of get, you make mistakes and things like that, but you go, but every day I'm newer than the day before. What else in life is newer, gets newer day by day? Everything else gets older. And it reminds me of this word, it reminds me of this word, renovate. And so the the title of my talk at the the beginning was not Reno, it was Reno, renovate, which comes from the Latin, a renovar or Renovat, made new again, made new again. And over, for Tessa and I, over the years, we've done quite a lot of renovation on our, on our house. And like I was mentioned before, we're doing another extension on our house. Our house was built in 1912, but in, in a very real way. We're making it newer. We're making it new again. And this, I think, is such a good analogy for the, for the Christian life. Such a good analogy for, for the Christian life and our walk with Jesus. And so the question is, if we're being, if we're being renovated, if we're, we're a new creation and we're being renewed day by day and all of that kind of stuff, then, then what is it? What is this person like that we're becoming? What are we tracking towards? You're being renewed. What are you being renewed to? You know, with our with our extension on our house, we have all these designs and plans, so we get a pretty good idea of what it's going to look like, eh, Eli? <laughs> if we don't stuff it up, but but we have all these designs and plans of what we're tracking towards. So, what is it, What are we going to be renewed to? Uh, what are we going to be renewed to? And this is where this is where we kind of like loop back a little bit towards those lists, that list the second list that we made um, when I began talking this morning the kinds of things that God considers uh, important for a person to be like or for a person to become like. And so when I was, when I was working on my list, I prepared one beforehand. <laughs> I wrote down things like, oh, I think that God wants me to be, be loving, to become loving, more loving, kind, patient, generous, peaceful, free, and things like that. And so on, and then uh, as I was doing this, I realized, ah, oh, I'm describing Jesus. I'm describing Jesus. God's desire is for us to become more like Jesus, to become Christ-like. And it says this later in, in the same in the same chapter of Second Corinthians five. He says for us to be ambassadors for Christ, which means to be representatives for Christ. And this is why God gives us His Holy Spirit, the guarantee, so that we so that we bear the fruit of the Spirit. God places His Holy Spirit within us, and so we bear the fruit of the Spirit, uh, which means, you know, like um, being being like God, being like Jesus. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and so on. So in three words, being like Jesus. Hey. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. <clears throat> it's pretty, pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty cool. So with all that said, I reckon we would be wise to partner with Jesus, to partner with God in this process and to think about the kinds of, think about how we can become the kinds of people with attributes that God reckons that are important. God... Uh, as you might have heard, created all things. Yeah. And so as the Creator, He knows how things work. He knows how our world works. And and as the, as the Creator, as the one who understands all things, He also knows the way towards human flourishing. He knows the best way to live. It's not to eat more so that you're not the skinny kid on a beach in Gisborne. <laughs> well, it might be. But I don't see that in the Bible. He knows the way to human flourishing. And so it makes sense that He knows the best way to live. And so this year, 2023, the year of our Lord, let's make the resolution to partner with Him and to become new. Here's our sand? Yeah, you can just write down that. My new's resolution is to become like Jesus. (laughs) But it's so awesome. So this is not a heavy thing because you go, well, each day I'm becoming newer. I'm already a new creation. I'm just tracking uh, like along in this direction that God has, has set up for me already. It's so freeing. It's so wonderful. And uh, anyway, so we're going, well, you've got communion here, James. How are we going to tie this in? But I thought it would be awesome like, to, begin, to begin the year, to begin our gathering um, by sharing communion together. Jesus' death Jesus' death is like day, day zero, the day the renewing began. The day the renewing began. When Jesus went to the cross and died, He took with Him all of our sins and all of our failings and all our failed news resolutions, <laughs> all of our inability to be the kinds of people that God wants us to be. It was the end. It was the end, which meant there could be a new beginning. It's like Jesus, he announces, Let the renovation begin. (laughs) And the prophet Isaiah pointed to it and he says, I just read this the other day and I was like, This is so awesome, eh? Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. All through the Bible, he speaks about newness. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So in the most unlikely of ways, the death of His beloved Son, God brought about a new day, new life, new and eternal life for everyone who chooses Jesus and His way above all ways. Death, how can it come out of death? And yet it does. New life for us all. When we share communion, we are partnering with with God. The past and the former things, it's like they're shifted. We can park them at the foot of the cross and we can step forward into freedom, released from regrets and renewed into Christ-likeness. Death is undone. For us, death is no longer the end. But it's the beginning. And just as Jesus was resurrected on the third day, so too we have the hope of resurrection into new bodies, new bodies. So, what we'll do is um, I'll invite you forward to come and grab a piece of bread and a cup of juice. We've also got—don't um, take my coffee cup or <laughs> my water. Uh, we've got gluten, some gluten-free bread if that's what you need, and then uh, if you can take that back to your seat, and we'll we'll take it all together as a church family. So, what do you what do you come forward now and? Um, Grab an element. In Matthew 26, 26 to 29, it says, Now as they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body. So let's take the bread, and we eat it. This is the body of Jesus, and we eat it in remembrance of Him. Thank you, Jesus, for your body. And he took a cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you, I will not drink again of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. We take this cup, Jesus' blood, and we drink it in remembrance of you Jesus thank you thank you lord for your for your body and and blood thank you lord Jesus that by your death by the by the entire sacrifice of your body You made the way for us to come into your kingdom and to be made new with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we're being renewed day by day, each day newer than the day before. Thank you, Lord, for your your spirit, the guarantee of our future with you. pray, Lord, that um, over the course of this year, over 2023, that we become more and more like you, more like the people that you are creating us to be, bearing more fruit of the Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you, Lord, that you go before us. In Jesus' name. Amen. no striving and no mask to wear no pretending no yoke to bear I lean in as you call me your